Crystal Clear here. And Tommy Tom 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 Tom. You are listening to more Morgans. Good choice. Good choice. Why don't you start ruffling some bags around? Foundation for Morgulon's Disease. And it is a case study of one person, which it's like, really? Like, y'all have like 10 authors on this study funding, I would assume they said, and they um, have one case study. I mean, it's like, it's not that it's without value, but it's like, at this stage of their research, like, there should be 
something other than a case study. I'm sorry. It just it just seems like they have no strategy or approach towards it. Was it anything just to like not, push what, something out once a year. Was the case study interesting? Well, uh, one thing was I haven't read it actually, but like the thing that I learned about it from the press release that I haven't finished reading, but what I'm going to finish on today's episode. But I'm gonna like it was interesting that the patient had like genital lesions with morgulons coming out of them which is like you know my worst nightmare um but like that's something i haven't really heard before but then i don't know lime this and lime that they said they found borrelia burgdorferi the lime interestingly i was talking to austin morgie girl last night we were discussing this hglv thing and she was saying that there had been a study she read where the HTLV patients that had cutaneous lymphomas, they their biopsy, skin biopsies were positive for Borrelia in the study. It was only 18% of the patients because there was like there was a it was a cohort of like it was less than a hundred, you know. Um, I can't remember exactly the numbers, but it was it was it equaled out to eighteen or twenty eighteen percent, I think. Um, they had the uh, Borrelia bacteria in their lesions, wounds, whatever, and like I'm, I, I really think there might be something to the HTLV thing. Now I don't know. It has to be like a new. Or it's either type 3 or type 4, like the newer ones they've discovered. Or maybe there's even a fifth one or something. Like, you know, but that is not a bad theory because it incorporates the lime. Uh, sorry, not lime. Well, actually, it incorporates the lime and the worms and scabies. It's like also the HTLV is also associated with scabies and, and worms. Like, why would strongyloidiasis be associated with HTLV? Like, no one knows. It's very mysterious. I guess it wouldn't be that hard to explain all that if you just think maybe if it damaged a xenophil action or something. Maybe. Not really, because a xenophil's, I mean, that's not, that's or not prophylactic, like, you know? We see it more because even, we don't see the people that successfully fought it, like the immune system, before they thought they had it, then maybe mm, that would, I don't know. I mean, like well, that. there's lots of like you people can't. that have kind of like asked the question and looked at the research that was available and, you know, just said, we don't know. Maybe this paper, the worm, is what gives you the virus. Oh, I see. You know, I don't know. Could be. Why not? No, it could be. Yeah, that could totally go that it's direction. And sexual uh, transmission, because that'd be like Zika, you know? I mean, like... Yeah, it could be either. That could, totally could be the way it goes. You know, and it's like, if there's an HTL, I swear, there. I I would say that that's probably one of my best theories, is the... That that one, I, it, I can't even say that it has the strongest evidence. I just know that, like, I inherently, intuitively feel like... That's a good convent. That, that has a possibility. Like, that could be... Like, there could easily be a new HTLV type 5 that we didn't know about. Or maybe it is type 3 or 4 that we already know about, but we didn't realize that this Morgulans phenomenon that people describe is actually HTLV with XYZ co-infection or whatever, you know? Mm -hmm. Before we get into the research, and I'm going to lose some of my listeners here... But let me be crystal clear. I'm doing this for you, but I'm doing this for me, too. And it's mine. It's not time to shine. Y'all, I am not. 
shining today. My face is being eaten. Yes. It's getting worse and worse. And it's... It's a nice day outside in Atlanta. Southwest side. I'm going by. That's what time does. Life. I assure you, I know that I sound crazy, but I am not crazy. I'm just a morgie with morgulons. They're real, y'all. If I go into a coma, because I get so many morgulons, I get lymphoma. I'm talking about the T-cell type, y'all. Possibly caused by HTLV. Two or three or four, maybe there's more types. I'm just using my pipes to tell y'all about this disease called Morgulons and how it's affected me and my podcast family. That's right, I rap and I write. And I come to you tonight, freestyling. I'm smiling, and I hope you're smiling. Yes, I hope you're smiling. Should we get down and dirty with this press release about the Mogulons? Y'all get excited. <laughs> okay, time to get down to business. Now, where were we, gentle listeners? Okay, we were reading the EIN News Desk press release about the new research out of the Charles E. Holman Foundation for Morgulon's Disease. Yes. So... The patient in this case study suffered from erosive genital ulcerations and skin lesions that varied widely in appearance. Regardless of their location and pathological features, the skin rashes all displayed fibers typical of Morgulon's disease. Sensitive molecular and histochemical testing revealed that the bacterium Borrelia, the causative agent of Lyme disease, was present in vaginal cultures, serum, and skin specimens. The lesions present in this study are comparable to secondary syphilis in that they show progressive stages of infection, explains Dr. Stricker. With antibiotic treatment, the lesions improved considerably and the patient recovered. That's right, I was tripping about the use of recovered. One of the reasons why Morgulon's disease remains controversial in medicine is that when it comes to Lyme disease, many doctors rely on outdated insensitive testing. The testing for Borrelia in this study was comprehensive and involved the international collaboration of researchers from different laboratories using various sensitive methodologies. This was a very challenging diagnostic case, said Dr. Hagblad. I am pleased that we could get to the root of the problem and alleviate the patient's suffering. That's what medicine is all about. Um, the more, uh, Charles E. Holman Foundation, we did it, we did it. And that's the truth. 
Then there's some pictures, secondary EM rash revealing embedded fibers, arrow. Where's the Lots arrow? Oh, it's so hard. Ulcerated punctate erosions with ragged edges at the patient's back to cold water wounds, disease lesions. Man, oh man, raggedy and face disease. This is quite a special experience. I'm in a face-off with my face, and the Morgulons are winning. Just in the last few days, I... Have had this outbreak, and I must wonder at the fact that I'm fortunate to be enjoying a new opportunity in my career, and thank goodness. I will be insured, even though what the hell does that even mean these days? Because it's more like all insurance is catastrophic because et cetera, deductibles, premiums, blah, blah, blah. Max out-of-pocket exceptions, codices, attorneys, fees, and research funds, foundations aside... When I get my ticket to ride on the highway to my personal hill, which is going to the doctor, where as a woman, I often do not feel believed. And because I'm already afraid and feeling vulnerable, it feels extremely frustrating and disappointing to be under-investigated and dismissed, but I get it. This is a crazy fucking disease, and unless you have it, you're not going to believe it. Most of y'all. Some of y'all are more open-minded, and God bless you. And thanks to all of y'all for listening, and I'd like to give a shout-out to my house band, Freedom House, The Worms. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. 